0: hi my name is john and my name's chris and, and this is, is stay on, on target
1: hey everybody welcome to stay on target we are your hosts you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com that's right john this week we are talking about a lot of random stuff there's not we're, we we there's nothing huge to review but we, chris
0: the big the big thing this Uh week is very i'm very excited about it yeah um we are going to review and you are going to read an excerpt of a book we are live on the podcast yep and that book is
1: d is for destiny there you go i also have a topic i want to talk about a little bit later stay on topic oh nice of my own design oh okay but uh We'll talk about that later. Okay.
0: So, uh, but but explain what D for Destiny is, Chris. Oh, D
1: for Destiny. It's a uh, it's a <laughs> children's book that Bungie has released. It goes through the alphabet and uses uh, different things in the Destiny world to walk through the alphabet. I like it. Yeah. We can we can do a little mini review of it here on the podcast. I
0: like it. That sounds great because like I I need to learn my ABCs. Yeah. And it's going to be a good way for me to learn my ABCs. Um okay, so Chris, yeah, what have you been up to
1: this <sighs> Man, week? Man, this week, this has been a busy week. Just not just in just in general. Uh but this past weekend spent a lot of time on uh, Forza Horizon, obviously. Yeah. we talked about that last week. Um We've also gotten into Iron Banner this week. Uh, that's right. It, it, just, it just dropped, uh, was it two days ago or yesterday?
0: Uh, it was on Tuesday. Um, it was on Tuesday, but I didn't play until uh, Wednesday. So, yeah.
1: And uh, No, we played on Tuesday. We played on Tuesday, Last though? night was Wednesday. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, so it dropped on Tuesday. It dropped on Tuesday. We played it on Tuesday. I played a little bit last night. Um, and so, working our way through that, um, it really hasn't changed a whole lot since last year it doesn't feel like the no. the mode has changed you know or they they are using the new mode that came with Rise of Iron That's I right. forget what it's called supremacy supremacy yeah it's basically um uh what's the one in Call of Duty kill confirmed kill confirmed yes so if you're if you're familiar with that where you kill someone they drop dog tags or in this case they drop a medallion and you've got to go pick them up in order to right. confirm the kill you know right. like and so so otherwise you don't get points well you get well actually so you don't in Call of Duty you don't get points ah well, well, okay. Sorry, hang on. Let's back up. You don't get in Call of Duty. You don't, your team doesn't get points unless you get right. the tags. Right. And this, it looks like you do. You get one point for each for the kill, and one point for the for picking up the medallion. Interesting. How? Like it looks like. I don't know. Like it says does, that on the screen. Does it
0: actually cash in though? Until you get both? Maybe not. Because I've have never won on odd numbers. Is
1: the only thing. That uh I it, may, like, it might not then. It might just be like just trying to like count. Okay, he's killed. Now you got to right pick that it up. might be
0: it and then like so maybe you get points for that like it's similar to call of Duty, where you get points but your team doesn't get points until you confirm it or whatever. yeah
1: probably yeah um, that's that's probably it
0: yeah and then so like it, it's it's a fun mode it's really fun it's harder whenever you don't have a team or if anybody doesn't know what they're doing yeah. and like you can't go out and lone wolf it really um, i mean
1: i really like objective kind of i mean it mixes you know a team based kind of team deathmatch kind of thing with an objective, yeah, based thing. It's not. It's not either one of both. You know, like
0: right. Where like if you're not great at killing people, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's fourteen, you know, of these medallions out there. I'm just gonna swoop in and, and scoop them up. You yeah, know? it's like that serves your team quite well. Um, and you know helps helps. Helps a lot, even though you didn't get a kill or yeah. whatever, so yeah.
1: As everyone heard on the podcast last week, I got a kitten, so a lot of my time has been taken up with that. But Chris, yeah.
0: I have been very disappointed with the sheer volume of cat videos that you've been putting out, yeah. which is zero. <laughs> no cat, cat videos or pictures. I, I need pictures of Boomer.
1: Yeah, I've totally dropped the ball on that.
0: Um, this is something that, that I and the listeners all need in our lives. Yes, yeah. so
1: tonight... Okay. Tonight, I'll post a picture okay. of Boomer.
0: I say one a day, man. Dedicate to one a day.
1: I also picked up we, uh, my iPhone 7S, or sorry, not 7S, 7 Plus. Came That's in, awesome. And so I, uh, I was fooling with that last night. How do you like it? I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I haven't had the, I didn't, this is the first Plus I've had, so the larger screen. Mm. And I like it a lot. I am um, I was telling you while ago ago, I, I really want to keep this out of the case.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would. Like, I've had my, my iPhone uh, 6S. Yeah. Um, of course, it's not the Plus, but it's a 6S. And I haven't had a case on it, like, the entire time that I've had it for, about, like, a year. Yeah. It's maybe got one little, like, little small ding on it. And I've dropped it.
1: This is the thing. My, but... oh, my old case, I mean, it saved that phone's life several times. So, yeah. so, like, just knowing me and my history with it.
0: How did it save some... its life, though? Like, I mean, how it, do you it'll, know? It'll, it'll
1: fall. I don't well, I guess I don't know.
0: Like if it wasn't in the case, maybe it gets a ding like this, but maybe it's like fine. Maybe it doesn't shatter. Or anything. True. I don't know. You never know until you try it, Chris. And if you get the Apple Care, here's what I thought: I was like, okay, if I get the Apple Care, where it's like, and then i break it. And I, I you know and you have to get the new phone or whatever it's only like what 50 60 70 bucks or something like that to get right. the new phone with right. the Apple Care. And so if I if I ever have to do that then on the next phone I'll make sure it stays in a case.
1: <laughs> you know? After your first mistake. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh, let's you know one strike. Let's just allow myself like one good swing at this ball. Yeah. And uh and but if I don't knock it out of the park, then I go for the bunt, you it's know? Good, it's a
1: good point. Maybe I should maybe okay, an everyday use I could keep it out of the case and then That's like right. if I'm going to go for like a a run or something get a case to stick it in for that yeah is that whenever you drop it the most I'm, is like on a run i mean i think i've dropped my phone like once or twice on a run okay that makes sense most of the time i'll tell you when i drop drop my phone the most so I'm laying in bed and I'm holding it with one hand above my face. Yeah, that's and it, it always falls fun. flat in my face.
0: Dude, like mine, like I like I'll like prop it up on like a pillow or whatever. Yeah, but it's like and I have to get the angle over. just right, and sometimes it'll tip onto my like face. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, if You're done that with an iPad. It is not fun. <laughs> oh, dude, no, I haven't. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, like because you like want your arms to be under the cover still. Yeah. And so like you know you're trying to like you know put your arms under there, so you can't catch it. There's no way to catch your <laughs> yeah, phone.
1: It's hitting your face. It's coming down. Oh, it's so funny. I haven't even been playing like pokemon picross at all mm, man so i don't know i'm kind of bummed out about that too but such is life
0: dude so i've been up to a lot
1: yeah the uh one, one more thing oh yeah i'm really excited huh? uh? about gears of war coming out this friday yeah that's tomorrow. Awesome. there's tomorrow? a
0: related thing that we'll talk about a little bit later uh, oh with, what
1: with potentially gears of war okay well so next week yeah. Hopefully, John will have a Gears of War review.
0: That's right. That would be amazing. So, if you- we can play through the whole campaign, I don't know how long that campaign is. We'll see. Because, you know, if it comes out on Tuesday and, like, I, I I get it on Tuesday, then it's, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, then podcast Thursday.
1: Yeah. So, so I have a wedding I'm shooting this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And a concert I'm going to on Sunday night. Okay. But we could play, like, if you came over, you could play on Sunday. We could mm-hmm. play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. and it does do
0: the split screen thing. That's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, Or we just wait and like literally like block out time on Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. Night. To bust our way through that. And
0: that's possible too. It just depends on how long the campaign is I think. Like how many hours it'll take. So I mean... I always love those campaigns, though. So it's like you know, once we get in there, I want to make sure we like you know just go all the way to the finish. Don't have a problem with that. It's just like, is there enough time in two nights to really to really take care of it without staying up until so know, might four be, or five? Yeah, you're right.
1: So it might it might be two, but those are, those are the best memories. Those are the best memories. I, okay, these are, there's let's, let's let's reminisce for a second. Okay, last year, last year we reviewed. I think it was last year. Yeah. Last year we reviewed a couple of smaller games along the way: Child of Light. That's right. Um, Valiant Hearts. That's right. White Knight. So you did Child of Light. Yep. I did. We both did Valiant Hearts. That's right. I did White Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we should have done Inside and didn't. We because it was it was the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have an excuse. I don't have a good excuse for it. Inside and then Firewatch is the other one that we should have reviewed along yeah. the way. So, those yeah. are two that are probably up for um, Game of the Year nominations. Yeah. And so, it's like, okay, well, we need to go back and play these so of we course. can actually have an intelligent discussion about Game of the Year. Of course. So, put that aside, the last year, two of my favorite like gaming memories were, yeah. were number one, playing through pretty much like I played through, I think, the first act of Valiant Hearts the first night, and then I had to play through the whole rest of it. Hmm. Was that last year or was that two years that ago? That might have been two years ago. Golly, man. So I played through the whole rest of it the second night Yeah. so we could review it on Thursday. That's right. Um, and then I think last year was White Night. Yep. And um, I stayed up and played that all in one night. <laughs> That's so crazy, I think I, I Chris. Think I, I think I woke up and, um, I don't know, there was some kind of thing where I went back and finished something or I did something a different way. I got stuck at one point and stopped, and I think, but I think this was all in one night because I feel like I, I remember getting home from work, starting it, and then not finishing it till like three in the morning or something ridiculous. That's wild, Chris. I mean, but still, it was a great, great gaming memory course we should well, do like, that with gears of war and even child
0: of light like i did that over the course of two nights but yeah i mean I, but i don't know man like i mean I, like again it just depends on how much how how long that campaign is because it's like a, I don't know if it's like a 30 hour campaign which i doubt it's going to be no um that but, seems ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I mean, most
1: that's batman arkham knight at level. most what
0: do you think like 16 hour Campaign?
1: I bet it like not is, getting
0: collectibles and that sort of thing. I bet it's an eight-hour campaign. You think it's an eight-hour campaign? Well, that's totally doable. Let's if look. A, let's look it up. If it's okay, let me look I'm, it I'm up sure
1: then. it's up there right now. I'm also really excited to actually like fully introduce you to Gears of War multiplayer. Like you've had the Gears of War games in the past, but you've never done the multiplayer. That's true. Like taking part in it you uh, you done horde mode I believe right Uh yes I've done I've done a d- little bit of horde mode like I never really
0: like so, beat horde yeah. mode or like got I'm, to the end of horde mode I'm not
1: really like I'm not really one of those guys who who like you know I mean horde mode's really fun but I'm not one of the ones who has to be like well I have to get to level 40 you know like that just seems ridiculous and like just way too much time on my end learning the ins and outs of horde mode Um but I really do love the multiplayer in Gears of War it's just Classic, fast, shotgunny. It's a good time. I'm looking
0: for this. Sign people see. in Total half. Total length on normal/solo slash revealed. I This article, I don't know where this is from, but. <laughs> Does um, it look super sketchy? I don't know. It's from WCCFtech.com. Don't, huh. don't know. Um, let so, me see. Sounds super sketchy. I um let me see. I don't know if they just they said it. No one look.
1: knows. I'm looking for numbers. No one knows. I'm sure people know, Chris. No one knows how how I'm long I'm sure this campaign is. That people know 9 hours. 9 on normal. Hey, I was almost you right. You were almost right.
0: You were yep. right in between your two guesses
1: was the correct number. So here's the question, are we playing it on normal or are we playing it on hard? See, that's
0: the uh the ultimate question, Chris, is uh cuz like I like achievements. Because
1: then after hard there's always the uh oh the unlockable gosh. like ultimate You're mode or right. whatever it's called nightmare i don't know what it is that no that's batman
0: <laughs> the the uh the new mode or new game plus new basically. game
1: plus or whatever it's whatever called it's yeah called. Like, like harder than normal
0: veteran or whatever harder than hard yeah yeah
1: um it always unlocks
0: yeah it does unlock and so i don't know man that's a good
1: question so do we play on a normal one time and then like harder than hard again i don't know man i feel like i feel like that would probably be this the best thing I, I feel like we're not going back to this you campaign. don't think so? We haven't gone back to any of the other campaigns. That's true. I mean, we played so through all the other campaigns. What together.
0: difficulty we play through the other campaigns on? Oh, that's a good question. We should go look at that. We should look at that and then see. I feel like it
1: was normal. I feel
0: like we just did normal too, and I feel like that's probably going to be the most enjoyable. Yeah, we uh, should just do that because, like, yeah, whenever you get into the grindiness of, like, oh my gosh, we gotta—it's like it's so tempting just to turn down the level or whatever, because you, you could, you know, you could progress
1: easier uh, that way. You know what game we never finished? This, oh gosh, John, this what was, game didn't we finish? Uh, there's, so, pro- there's the, plenty of games listen, that I haven't of, finished. Some of the things that we 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 don't do, <laughs> <laughs> it just bothers me. We we didn't finish the. Uh, we were doing like the realistic mode of Black That's Ops right. Three. We, we got go through the and, first like two levels or something. It was more than that, dude. Really? We, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Was I there the
0: next time? Then yeah, yes. I don't know because we were doing four player, and as long as you have four player, like it feels it's fine.
1: Yeah, we need to do it again. We, we need totally need, it. To. We need to. I was enjoying myself.
0: Oh, me too, man. And I
1: loved the 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 uh, the chaotic nature of it.
0: Yeah, well, like I mean, even like the uh, the idea of like just you get hit once and you're down. Like if you have a buddy there who can like just pick you up, it's like that feels so good. Like yeah. it was just so satisfying to to basically force your way through these levels yeah. of just. Constant enemies and constant gunfire, yeah. and uh, like you said, chaos, and uh, and then whenever we you would finally get to the like the goal, the uh, end of it, it was like, man, this was such an achievement. We just right. climbed a mountain.
1: I want to talk about two more things, John. Okay, well, I've got a lot of things to talk about as well. <laughs> oh man, okay, well, my week. I'll finish up. Uh, well, th- and this isn't even stuff I've done. Let's talk about it, Chris. So this is going to be the first year. In ah, I know what you're going to talk about. I know five, what you're five saying. Five years, maybe, mm. that we haven't bought the latest Call of Duty on, <sighs> on release night. Yeah, that's true. And here's the thing. Like, I, I honestly, I was super excited about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 remaster. You mean one remaster? Mo- well, yeah, Modern Warfare 1. So, yep. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yep, remaster. remaster. But you have to buy, like, the $80 edition. hmm And... It doesn't make any sense to pay eighty dollars to play a game I've already played. <laughs> That's true,
0: uh, even if it is in better graphics, right? This is and
1: a, one of my favorite games of all time, right, right,
0: right. And it's like I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna. They've <sighs> got you ever to play maybe it? no, I didn't. A year from now, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna parse it out. I feel like they're gonna separate it and like drop like
1: allow you to purchase it separately. I don't think it'll ever be separate. You don't I don't think, think it'll, so? No, I think they'll do it as like a. The thing is, it's only on, in pre order right now. So like the only way to get it is if you pre order. Oh man! So my thing is, I think eventually they'll be like, "Well, this is a twenty dollars add-on." Yeah, I, I don't have I have no problem buying it. I just like, like Titanfall's going to come out like the next week or whatever. I know. I'm still playing Gears of War and Forza and Destiny. I mean, there's so many things still, and, it's and like PSVR,
0: right? Yeah, that's the one thing I wanted to ask you about as well. That's coming out in like what two weeks now? Yeah, two weeks now. How excited are you? Are, are you excited? Are you less excited?
1: Are you are you questioning your pre order? Right now, I'm less excited. Uh huh. On the verge of questioning my pre-order. Really? Based only upon the reviews of games that are coming out. Mm. Like, the games that everyone are rating, like, nines, mm-hmm. I have no interest in. Really? Zero interest So in. which ones are those? Um, I can pull it up real fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, I was wondering about the, the VR thing, because, like, like the 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 embargo and a lot of the PSVR test kits have gone out and like gotten reviews the the kit the actual uh, headset itself has been getting really good reviews yeah. um and it it seems like everybody's super satisfied with how that's going and even like the uh, the move move wands and everything like that like it seems like it, they're super excited about that but then there is the the fact of like a lot of the games and a lot of the experiences that are for this device yeah. okay, so. are short, first of all, and then, you know, second of all, it's like, well, there aren't that many of them right now, and I guess this is just what you get whenever you go into uh, a, you know, a new piece of technology, you know, and it's like, it's very, uh, it's almost like you're buying or you're, you're getting into on the beta level of this thing, where it's like, oh, this, you prove that this works, and find what actually works for this device, and then, you know, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff after that, but For now, it seems like there's not a ton on there, you know?
1: Here are the PSVR launch games rated on IGN. So I've looked at several different reviews. I'll just use this one as an example. I've taken time to put all the scores together. But um, the ones they gave, 9, Super Hypercube.
0: That was really fun whenever I played
1: it. Was it...
0: It was an arcade game.
1: Like I mean, it, yeah, that's the thing. I'm not really interested in that.
0: I mean, I, like, whenever you sit there, whenever I sat there, I got lost, I got zoned out, but it's like, I don't know, I don't think I would, I would, uh, sit down and play that, like, all the time because the that's not usually, game. yeah, it's not usually the type of game that I, I find myself going, yeah, I'm itching to play that game.
1: So Thumper is a musical rhythm game.
0: That's not usually the type of game that I enjoy that much.
1: Nope. Um, the, well, those both got nines. Hmm. Now, then they, we dropped down to 7.5's uh, Job Simulator. I didn't really have any desire to play that. Wayward Sky, I would like to play. this. I mean, it intrigues me. Say a, a point-and-click adventure game. Cool. Uh, it's got a 7.3. Batman Arkham VR, arguably the game I was most excited for, 7.2.
0: I've heard I've heard some uh places give that far better like scores.
1: Until John Rush of Blood got a six. I was super excited about that.
0: Well that's like an on rail shooter,
1: isn't it? Yeah. I like on rail shooters, so I do too, but Yeah. <laughs> um, PlayStation VR World's got a six. Harmonix music VR three point five, I'm not even like
0: no, that's not... excited a, for that. Yeah, and then Battlezone, I think, is the only other one, but there's, yeah. like, multiplayer with that, and, and a lot of... Battlezone, like, is, re- is the
1: one that makes me that. be, like, well, like, that I could see myself playing a lot of. Yeah. So, probably the, the two games that I would like to get are Battlezone and um, Arkham, Batman Arkham VR.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And it's, like, are you going to, like, is it worth the, uh, what, $500? <laughs> Uh, the, I think cause it's the, it's the whole kit, the move ons, the camera, it's and not, the, the it's headset. Not even,
1: yeah. It's not even that I'm like, you know, really trying to, I'm not like saying I want to cancel. It's just kind of like, ah, uh, what am I going to be play? I'm going to have t- two games that I'm going to be playing at launch. Mm. It's kind of a bummer, you know, considering, you know, whenever you have a, a console launch, you know, you have like three or four games you buy with your console and you right. like rock those out. And it's usually a big triple A title or I guess you could call Batman a triple A title. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but so the that's, length also that's just is, why I'm is not, a little,
0: it's a little bit shorter like, yeah, it's like 3 supposedly. hours. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's why I'm not super super excited right now. I'm I'm super excited for the tech and super excited, you know, but like again, what a good what good is the tech without good software? That's um, very true. And we've talked about on the show how like this will be kind of a like well let's just see, see what kind of sticks, see what people like kind of a thing. Um, but I am hoping that some of them, like the some release dates get announced for some more games you know we like I, yeah
0: dude there's so many developers that are working on VR games and VR titles that yeah. like i'm uh, i'm surprised that more people haven't announced more games out of it but it's like i don't know if they're waiting for 2017 like and maybe they'll they'll release them then I'm also questioning whether they're going to see how does this thing sell through the holiday season and see how much people really want to invest in it in twenty you know next year. Yeah, I don't know. It's just really I don't know, man. It, I, there's a lot of questions that I have about it, yeah. um, and I was just curious how you felt about it
1: two weeks out. That's kind of how I'm feeling about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, still excited. <laughs> You sound so pumped, Chris. you sound so pumped I mean I just want like I want to sit down and that's and that's some of the things you know i've some of the podcasts I've listened to you know like is like you know i I want to want to sit down and play that nonstop, yeah, and apparently that's not what's gonna happen yeah that's uh, it's a possibility and, well right now at least, and so it's like, okay, well, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so Chris. On the more positive
0: side. Yeah, what have you Some been up things to? Things that I'm excited about that I've done this week. First thing is uh I watched the series premiere of mm. Milo Murphy's Law, which is uh w- which is the the new series from the Phineas and Ferb creators. Nice. And uh and it's on Disney XD, is nice. what it was on. I watched it on the Disney XD app. It's really fun. And so like the show, it's uh it's a little bit older, like a little bit more uh it's not like for adults or anything obviously uh, yeah. it's not like a family guy type of situation so it's for like kids but it's for like if for people who potentially grew up watching phineas and ferb and like they're in their you know teens or like they're you know in that age group yeah. so it kind of grows up the storylines and and the uh the content with them and yeah. like, i feel like it's it's a natural fit it's a natural thing it feels a lot like the uh the humor of some of like candace's storylines on yeah. uh, on phineas and ferb which is really fun um very cool show Very cool show. That's awesome. Obviously, like the pilot episode, it sets up everything in the first 15 minutes. um, And then, you know, the second half of it, it kind of like runs with that premise. So um, being the first episode, I remember like the Phineas and Ferb changed quite a lot from the pilot all the way through the series and things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see how this one develops. But as of now, I'm excited and people should check it out. Nice. Another thing, Chris, that I have been watching, and I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode, is Luke Cage. Oh man! Which I mistakenly called Nick Cage to you uh, <laughs> two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago, I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm going to get off, and I'm going to watch Nick Cage." And you're like, "Oh, is it good?" And I was like, "Wait a second, did I just say Nick Cage?" You're like, yeah, you said Nick Cage. And then, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, that would be that would be a wild show. Just Nick Cage running around the world, <laughs> being Nick Cage, and Nick Cage." <laughs> Oh my gosh Anyway, so Luke Cage is really good. Um, I I put it on par with like it's 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 not as good as like if you if you watch the other uh, Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah, it's not quite as good in my brain as Jessica Jones. It's close, not quite as good. Um, Better than Daredevil. I feel like it's way better than like the second half of season two of Daredevil. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, some of the action doesn't quite reach that intensity level that Daredevil has. Like whenever they get those crazy action sequences right in Daredevil. They just, like, there's nothing that can beat that. Um, But this one, like, plotline-wise, I really appreciate it. The cast is incredible. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, there's only a few, like, nitpicky things that I have, like, in my brain where I'm just like, ah, this is kind of weird. The first thing is it's, like, it suffers from the same thing that every other Marvel Netflix show has where it's, it's slow. Yeah slow in the character development sector is <clears throat> specifically like the, like things happen plot lines move but it's like in the first I'm, I'm about eight or nine episodes in at this point and almost every single episode we start the episode and uh, Luke Cage is like he's like ah oh. I don't want to be a hero, you know. I'm, you know, I just, I, I don't want to be the hero. I'm just one a guy, want to live his life, you know. And then, like, as you go through the episode, like things happen. He's like, "All right, I gotta be a hero," and he does stuff. And he's like, he, like at the end of the episode, I always feel like we end the episode, and it's like, yeah, he's decided he's gonna be that guy, you know. He's gonna go out there and, and, Mm. and and, you know, put the beat down on the bad guys. And, uh, and then at the beginning of the next episode, he's like, no i don't i don't I don't, I don't want to be a hero. I just want to be a normal guy. <laughs> and the same thing happens, you know, stuff happens and it gets you know things escalate, and it's like it's going it's building to something. um but at this point, like I'm still like it's it's so slow in that sector where I'm just like, dude, you've decided like four <laughs> or five times to be the hero, and then like it all it'll always solve it, like where like there there are certain moments, key moments I can think of right here, and there's a moment in episode four. That is just one of the coolest, one of the coolest moments in any Marvel, uh, wow. Marvel property. Wow. And it's like, and, and part of it has to do with the fact that they really truly do embrace the music. Mm. In this one, like, because it's, it's based in Harlem. And so it's like, there's this like hip hop culture there. Mm-hmm. Like it was the, the, just the music is so like ingrained and they use that and they use it in weird ways. Like they're like, whenever the villain is on for the first time in, in the, in the first episode, at first I was like, Whoa, why are they playing this behind it? Hmm. But then I was like, I'm kind of digging it. Cause like, it's such a, such a weird twist on yeah. like the, it's not just this brooding music behind the, the villain. Like he will, uh, it'll, it'll be kind of like almost, almost comical in some ways where you're just like, this music doesn't necessarily fit with this, but it like, it brings out the crazy, uh, in that side of things. So, um, you just switch chairs and then we're happy about that decision. It yeah. seems like I
1: always forget that I hate that chair. <laughs> And I sit down in it, and I sit I get like halfway through, and I can't get comfortable. And I'm like, I hate this chair. You know what, what's
0: funny? I think last week it was. You started in the right chair, yeah. And then at some point, like we got up and took a break for the cat, like yeah. whenever, whenever, uh, whenever yeah. Deeds brought the cat in, and then you sat down, and the last half of the episode was in the <laughs> wrong chair. And I realized it, and I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> he I mean, didn't,
1: I didn't realize. It. It. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, so i have I mean, sat on this chair since we started this podcast, John. Like. <laughs> Almost three and a half years ago. So many years. So, but it, it was literally this year I decided I hate this chair <laughs> so much. I'm s- tired of it. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, there, because it, there's, there's no way, like, there's no support. There's no way to, like, it sinks down, which is kind of cool, you know, whatever. But then, like, if you try to lean back and rest your back, like, it just, like, you recline <laughs> way back, you know, and, like, and, you just, there's no possible way you can sit in it <laughs> other than just like, well, I have to just like have proper,
0: Core strength. posture
1: just, and yeah, just yeah, like a, yeah. I feel like you
0: might as well be sitting on like a, a yoga ball. You know, you might as well. <laughs> that if would you're probably it, that would probably be more comfortable. It probably would be more comfortable. You're right. But anyway, Luke Cage, really good. If you like that, I mean, obviously it's a it's just like. Jessica Jones, just like uh, Daredevil, where it's like, it's not intended for people who are necessarily squeamish. Mm. Um, the first episode was very intense in a lot of ways. It gets, it, it, like, things get intense very quickly, but, like, it's not, it's not like a, uh, it's not intended for people who are, you know, uh, easily um, upset by certain things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very good. I'm enjoying it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Nice. That's where I'm at, Chris. It's awesome. Um, the last thing this week is i watched the season premiere of flash was it good it was really good and uh and they they do the uh the flashpoint thing man they uh they they brought in um a little bit of that storyline so i'm gonna i'm interested to see where this season goes that that episode uh very much very much impressed by like where last year i felt like whenever they started the season they struggled a little bit to find their footing as far as like certain characters weren't consistent with the previous seasons, that sort of thing. This did not suffer from any of those issues. Like everything felt really uh, natural. Um, nice. And we've changed the timeline a little bit, so we'll see how that ends up shaking out. Interesting. If potentially Supergirl might now be in this universe in some way, Uh. I don't know. I hope that happens. um, I would I just like I feel like with them all being on the CW and, and potentially having a big crossover. I mean event, I didn't watch
1: it but weren't they on each other's shows last year?
0: Yeah, but he like he uh he traveled between Worlds
1: because uh, they had
0: the two Earths going on uh, on that like during last season yeah and uh, and that's how he did the uh, uh, he went over to Supergirl's Earth and ha- she helped him get back and like he helped her out there and and it was fun it was great but it's like it kind of seemed like a one off thing whereas like now they're like doing an event with all of them. And I'm just curious if maybe she's in this world. Like, I feel like it's it, it would be such a, a missed opportunity to not put them all in the same right. universe, or at least maybe break down the door where it's like, oh, we can basically travel back and forth at will between these right. two worlds, you right. know? So anyway, that would... Because like sharing villains even, like, oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Anyway, that is what I have been up to of this week. Let me make sure I did, did, didn't miss anything. Ah! I did not miss anything, but I just saw a piece
1: of news. Oh. What kind of news? Are oh, we are we doing the news? We should do it. Just go into the news The news. Your your chair is super squeaky. Today. It's
0: very squeaky today. I'm not sure why. I don't think it, I don't think you can hear it on the mic, but I'm squeaky. I don't think oh, it's
1: ever been that squeaky before.
0: I don't think so either. I need a new chair. We need to like because both of these chairs, Chris. <laughs> We've mentioned a lot of chairs here. We need to uh just go like to office depot and get a Get yes. a couple of new chairs
1: at yeah. some point. something with some, some good lumbar support.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and maybe, like, it'll, uh, it'll warm you like a heated seat. I mean, I don't, I don't need anything that I fancy. I don't think I do either. Okay, so the first piece of news, Chris. Forzathon. We talked about Forzathon um, a while back. It was the uh, kind of weekly events and uh, challenges that uh, the developer is putting into Forza Horizon 3. That begins... This weekend. Ooh. So keep your eye out if you have Forza Horizon 3. Keep your eye out and and, uh, and check that stuff out. You can get unique cars. You can win uh, all sorts of cool rewards. Nice. So definitely check that out. That yeah. was the first piece of news. All right. Next thing is a going to bridge the gap between gaming and movies, Chris. Gears of War movie is back from the gutter. What? Oh, yeah. So this is, uh, I'm reading this from Eurogamer.net, and it is, the Gears of War movie is back on. Uh, it says, the movie uh, Gears of War movie is back from the gutter, this time with Universal Studios producing. Ooh. Developer, the Coalition's studio head, Rod Ferguson, made the announcement during a Gears of War 4 live stream. Unfortunately, he didn't offer any details insofar as who would write, direct, or star in it, but he did suggest that it won't follow the plot of the games as originally as one might think. Quote, when you're doing a movie like this, you have to realize that it's a different medium with a different audience. Ferguson said of the impending film, quote, I think if you were to go in and say, okay, it's got to be completely 100% faithful to the game canon or the story of the game, what's going to end up happening is it's not going to be the best movie. The big thing that we really trying to focus on is making the best Gears of War movie possible as opposed to making one, of the one that's closest to the game, which makes sense. Completely sense, Chris. But anyway, the new big news is Gears of War movie.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, uh, How do you feel about this? I feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is why. Let me explain to myself. Mm-hmm. When you adapt a book mm. to a screenplay... Most people, I mean, you might go back and, like, read, I've gone and read the book after that, or, you know, like, you, or I've read the book first, then watch the movie. You don't ever expect it to be the same. Now.
0: Not exactly the same.
1: No. Whenever you, say you go see a movie and you go, like, play the game adaptation of it, generally it follows the exact same plot as the movie. True. That's the game ad- adaptation of a movie. The other way around, we've tried this. Yeah. Yeah. Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yep. Doom. Yep, Prince of Persia. Oh man. I and mean, right, let's just keep going down the list.
0: There's a lot of them.
1: Where we're like, "No, no. That story wasn't good enough. We are going to <laughs> make this the best movie it can be." Right. And then it sucks. Oh yeah. Real bad.
0: Yeah, I think like so one of the things I think that people get wrong whenever they do game movie adaptations of a game, right? Yeah. One of the biggest things I feel like with that is that they don't like so many times it feels like whoever's putting on the movie doesn't understand the source material well enough to where they're like, okay, well this character we're going to twist it this way and it'll make it more intriguing and blah blah, blah. and sh- like they, like you said they change things that they think will maybe make it better. Yeah, but it doesn't make it better. It just makes it different.
1: Yeah, I, and, and I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to say this is gonna be a bad movie. I'm just saying like I don't know like what part of the story are you changing what part of the world are you changing the universe like I think this is such a fleshed out universe it's fine like if you want to tell a different story that's fine you know maybe like change some of the details I mean we don't need to spend you know three hours fighting locusts you know like you can you know I don't know you can mix some of the games up whatever you need to do I don't really care but like it needs to be in the spirit of the original game right then again it's the studio head. So like he's right. saying, you know, like it's not like he doesn't have the best interests of the franchise in mind. So True. And I, I also
0: know. feel like to a certain extent like like I said, we haven't heard any Rod Ferguson's any, a good guy. Oh yeah. And we've heard any details about it. Like we there's no like there's no writer, there's no director attached. Right. I mean, he didn't he didn't tell this us anything. Might any not of that. even happen. Exactly. So like my thing is like just saying, "Oh, it's, you know, it's back and it, like somebody has uh it's now attached to a different studio or whatever." Yeah. Just making that announcement like it's it's going to be years and years before this thing takes place. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, again, it's, there's a long way to go before this movie comes out, sure. but in fact, it is news and I am excited about it. Another like uh, piece of news, Chris. Yes. This is from variety now. Uh, Netflix inks a deal with 15 theater chain. I pick entertainment for original movies angling for an Oscar.
1: Interesting.
0: So basically the, the gist of this is Netflix has a deal with uh, iPick, which has fifteen uh, a chain of like 15 different uh, markets. Uh, they have 15 different theaters in different markets. Yeah. And uh, Netflix has, is going to release movies simultaneously to those theaters. And on Netflix. And on Netflix at the same time. And the reason for this, let me see so is they
1: can be eligible for an Oscar. Exactly,
0: because there the with the stipulations being put on uh certain movies for Oscars, mm-hmm. you have to be have a, a movie shown in multiple showings per day, uh in a, a certain number of theater markets for like a certain number of days straight.
1: I wonder how they've done the documentary films before then because there's like The Square, that was a Netflix original and it got nominated for um, best documentary film. Like, Interesting. I wonder how those have worked in the past. Well,
0: I know like so earlier this summer they did something with iPic as well. With uh, they they did like a one off. Um, with what was it? Let me look for the name of the the movie. It was uh,
1: it was the Adam Sandler one, wasn't it?
0: No. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, not at all. It was the uh, the animated one. Um, let me see. The Little Prince.
1: Oh, Little Prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. They,
0: they had that deal with them, and they they released that, and so th- that saw success, yeah. and so they decided I to do see. it. And then here's a headline, Chris. This, it's the exact same story, but here's a headline that, at first glance, I saw it and I was like, "What?" NATO chief sounds alarm over Netflix deal with IPIC. Okay. And- <laughs> so it's the National Association of Theater Owners oh rather than the, rather than Come the North on. Atlantic Treaty Organization no. <laughs> gosh i was like what the heck does nato care about
1: netflix i was like like is there a, some kind of security concern or <laughs> Like I don't really know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Change your freaking name of your organization,
0: or at least don't put it as the headline on the right. Yeah, variety. exactly. Like, do something different. But like the NATO chief, it's like, oh my gosh, this good is, grief, this is the world dude. Leader here.
1: That is so stupid. <laughs> Hi, I'm the head of NATO. What? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse- <laughs> oh oh man. man! Can you imagine? <laughs> You don't even have to imagine because it's real. I know, right? Like the confusion. It it just happened.
0: It happened to me. I clicked on it thinking it was like the literally NATO. Yeah, like North, I would too. North American That's probably okay, organization. This is also, this it's probably clickbait them.
1: by variety. That's why they decided to abbreviate it as well. It's I like, you been, know what? We're gonna get people uh, thinking this is the North American treaty organization.
0: Yeah, because whenever you whenever you Google NATO, I guarantee that the National Association of Theater Owners is not the top. No,
1: they don't come up. <laughs> and this is the other thing too. This is the other stupid thing. Like you know the amount of people like you can, you can just go to any link on Facebook. The amount of people who comment on things without reading the actual yeah. article inside. <laughs> yeah. I want Netflix, to find someone who Netflix posted this. is going to get in trouble. We should find this on Variety's Facebook page oh and see like gosh. what moron.
0: I love it. I love it. Oh, man. oh geez. Anyway, so they're upset with uh with, with Netflix and with uh, IPick about it. Um. Let me find their quote within this article. Um, Why are they upset? Let me see. So, oh, wow. <laughs> NATO chief John... <laughs> NATO chief? <laughs> NATO chief John Fithian warned that while IPIC was free to make his own decisions, quote, we all should tread lightly and be mindful that over the years, the film industry's success is a direct result of highly successful collaboration between filmmakers, distributors, and exhibitors. Um, let me see. So they're upset basically that they won't have the exclusivity for a certain period of time. The, a lot of the deals that uh, the I'm not going to say NATO, but the National Association of Theater Owners like negotiates with uh, filmmakers is like a 90 day to digital release. Um, and so like there's a you know there's got to be hey we, you got to have a yeah. 90 day exclusivity deal with our theaters before it's the bad for theaters exactly. Um, but this
1: is the thing like no one else is doing this
0: right. Right. And it's like, and, and I do feel like I do understand the, the, the quality content that you have yeah. that you, that Netflix puts out. It's different than something that goes like direct to DVD the same day it hits theaters. Like, it's right. different than that type of a thing, you know, where you get these well, okay, like B this- tier kind of, uh, or even C tier kind of like sequel movies or whatever. To me, though, that, that come that's out.
1: fine because like that kind of a movie could be. Considered for an Oscar. Yeah. Day and date, you know, DVD or Blu-ray. True. So, th- like, why can't streaming? That's 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 True. just them saying, we want we want a piece of the the streaming pie. Exactly. Which, it's like, honestly, this is better for... To me, I view this as better for theaters, because yeah. now you have a movie that most people will never pay to go see in a the theater. People are going to go pay to see this in a the theater. And if right. it does well, then Amazon might do it. Or hulu might right. do it with original content or you know hbo or whatever whatever right and like, it does seem dumb to be
0: locked out like to create movies to put so much into movies like they you know they're the the upcoming slate of netflix films like there's some really kind of high profile stuff and they're looking yeah. to eventually like if in the next few years get to where like 50 percent of the uh the content on netflix is netflix created that's wild. um which is nuts and so they're really like putting a lot of money into this and to not allow them to be considered for Oscars despite the fact that they're you know coming out with incredible uh incredible movies and incredible you know films then you know that just seems dumb you know to to, uh, from from that point to to like just because they haven't been uh widely released or whatever so like this deal it allows it allows everyone to be happy here in my mind like except for NATO (laughs) NATO is super upset super upset about this (laughs) oh man but yeah so that's uh that's the news all right, Chris, you said you had a you had a topic oh yeah. to talk about
1: stay on topic stay on topic. Okay, I want to know what you think if you could do anything, unlimited resources, money, and design power. Ooh. What would be the best comic in the inspired Halloween costume?
0: Ooh, comic inspired Halloween costume. Oh man!
1: Or I mean, we could we could open it up, but like right now let's just say comics.
0: Okay, so just comics. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Now is this comic movies or is this just like comic books?
1: I mean, aren't the comic comic book characters and movies? You're comic correct. Book characters. As well, Mm. see, Hulkbuster would be a cool. Hulkbuster would be cool. I've seen some cool Hulkbuster stuff, cosplay stuff at uh, at cosplays.
0: So, but I do feel like, Chris, I do feel like that that might be like with an unlimited budget, that might be a little bit of a cop out because, like, why not then just make the Hulk? Like get True. some sort of animatronic type of a suit. Yeah. Like pull the whole like uh like you go to Universal Studios or, or to, you know, Disney or whatever, and like they have these big like beasts yeah. and stuff, and why not just pull that whole thing in? Yeah. And uh and, and do like a, a Hulk or something
1: of, of that sort. You know who would be cool to be? It's the tick.
0: Oh man. That's it. <laughs> that was what I was thinking. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Be awesome, but, but have you seen uh? So, there's uh, was there like a short film, a tick short film recently? There was something about the I don't tick. know. I, watched I think he's back video. on
1: like comics or something, like they have a, a new series out or something. At some point in the next uh, few weeks or so, we're going to talk. You and I are going to discuss our view of comics these days
0: because
1: hmm. I'm about to make a big transition. Are you? Mm, this is interesting, inter- yeah, this was, is interesting, Chris. Yeah, oh, that's all I'll tease.
0: So, yeah, there's a tick movie. 2016 what? yeah there's what? a 29 minute action comedy did it come out yeah I think it's out it's a 29 minute action comedy that's not
1: a movie that's a TV
0: show it seems like a TV show but it's or a short film probably is what you would call it uh, but it, on IMDB uh, the user rating is 7.4 out of 10 that's 2,000 reviews so oh, no, that was pretty good You
1: know, it would all top cool.
0: build cast let me see uh, see if I know any of these people there's, there's a few of them that I know there's a few of them that I know but I saw I saw like a trailer for this, and it looked incredible. So uh, so if oh, anyone is man. interested in The Tick, you should check out The Tick movie that is nine, 29 minutes long.
1: This is a side note, but have you seen the trailer for Allied? It's the new Robert Zemeckis, Brad Pitt, Marion no. Cut to the Yard movie. I need, I need to watch We're that. We're going to watch there. it right after we are mm, done with this.
0: I like that. That sounds great. Anyway. I think – wait a second.
1: Mm. Yes, I
0: have. You have? I have. I've seen a trailer for it. I don't know if it's if it's the one that you saw, but it okay. looked awesome. We saw um what movie did we see it before? We saw it before some sort of what well, some film Catherine I saw recently. Okay. So yeah.
1: uh, so also what would be awesome is one of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costumes.
0: Oh man. From movies. Mm. See, I also feel like, but that's not like that's not doing up the the budget of this pure like it's... That would cost a lot. It would cost a lot to buy the actual outfit, But you're talking unlimited, so why not yeah. have that and like some sort of a vehicle that you pull up in as well? Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, you know, like be, that'd be great. I mean, if you're gonna be like you could, you should just get the bat suit from like uh, from the Nolan trilogy and drive up in the, the Batmobile. Bat right. Well, okay. Hang, hang on. How
1: about this? How about this? How about this? Yeah. Honestly, you could maybe do this on a lower budget. Hmm. You could d- make up your vehicle to look like the Pizza Planet vehicle and look like be a Pizza Planet delivery guy. Yes, that's great. I know that's great. I almost kind of want to do that this year. That's amazing. I don't have a vehicle that looks like that one. What is it, like a blue hatchback? Or yeah, something? It's like a
0: hatchback of some sort. Let me. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of it here. But dude, yeah. that would be amazing. I was driving down the road the other day and uh, and I saw um, somebody who had on their bumper or whatever a, a Woody doll yeah. hanging from their bumper. And, uh, so, that's awesome. so just like the movie and I'm just like, what, that's incredible. It's also kind of like, you know, you're like, oh, it's, it's oh, getting man. all dirty down there, yeah. but you know, you're like, oh, you want to help Woody out? Yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. I saw it and I was like, what the heck is this?
1: Man, can that's you imagine great. a kid who loves Toy Story seeing that? And they're like, mom, 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 Woody, we got to
0: follow him. We got to follow him <laughs> and help Woody. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Yeah. It's, it's a
0: truck. Like it's a, uh, the, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah a truck boom there it is oh it it's wasn't like blue a, at all uh, or a hatchback well, it's, it's a yellow yellow toyota toyota yeah because it's just got yo on the back
1: yeah it's, yeah okay so then it's <laughs> and it's got this like cover over the bed that's right man we really need to get one of those oh
0: my gosh that'd be amazing that's super cool yeah you'd have to you'd have to probably fix it up and stuff but yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome oh my gosh so uh anything else i would say like iron Man suit would be cool but like make it to where it could hover mm. somehow like a jet pack of sorts. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. That seems that seems really. I, I don't intense. know if
1: that's realistic. I don't
0: know if that's realistic either. Plus, if, you couldn't do it indoors either. No, no. no and you about. might explode while yeah, you're wearing let's it. Let's not do that one. Let, that sounds that sounds a little bit too difficult. But uh, but that would be cool that nonetheless.
1: Be cool. Yeah. I mean, anything else?
0: I I don't think so. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to think of like any other comic book related. Thing. I mean, you could do like Wonder Woman in her invisible plane. Yeah. But I, you know, I I don't know how you do the invisible plane part.
1: Right. Right. Just get like I think we're a, getting too elaborate with the vehicles. Get,
0: get like a, some sort of a, a string and harness system that, and some sort of a crane.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? I to go with the tick. That's still my like. I'd probably go with the Hulk. I like it. Maybe we could fight.
0: Yeah, the tick versus the Hulk. Yeah. Who Man, would win in that? fight? That'd be a great. That'd be an incredible fight. We need to make economic. this crossover happen, Chris. Yeah. All
1: right, John. Actually, I want to hear myself while I'm doing this.
0: Okay. Let me get, uh, get, get that set up.
1: <laughs> I'm going to read an excerpt from D is for Destiny. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about uh, where this came from. They have an afterword in here after the book is over. Uh, but they talk about how this was uh, created in 2013 for Bungie parents. They wanted it to feel like a book that might be read to a child in the city beneath the traveler. At some point, a visiting friend or family member found a copy either at the office or at home, read it, and was moved by it, and eventually asked, where can I get one? Uh, So they said, uh, this leads us to uh, your part of the story, the very best part. Destiny was always intended to be a hopeful and inspiring world filled with wonderful people, and here you and your family are. So they wanted to release this book and share it with the world.
0: That's awesome. And we're here to give you a little piece of it um, and, uh, and then review it afterwards.
1: Yes, you should go out and buy it if you like it. D for destiny, by Bungie. How shall I read this? Should I be like A, and then, or just read it through?
0: I think uh, hmm, that's an interesting question, Chris. I feel like I feel like do uh, everybody knows the alphabet.
1: Yeah. You know. I okay, like, so I'll know, just I'll just read it. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna start again. Okay. D is for destiny, by Bungie for all who dream of brave new worlds. Adventure awaits out in the wild, amazing new worlds for you, my child, where warlocks, titans, and hunters play, together as one, saving the day. Be brave is the city's rallying call for adventurers, both big and small. Beyond the wall, our worlds to defend, believe in yourself, and become legend. The cabal are mean rhino-like beasts, colossal bullies to say the least, but they're no match for the city's best, who chase off the big ones and tie up the rest. Darkness creeps, but hope shines bright in the light of day or dark of night. From here to the moon, Venus, and Mars, we carve our destiny among the stars. Earth is our home, it's what we hold dear. Protecting what's left, our job is clear. With endless courage, we take to the skies An epic journey through dangerous times Four armed fallen sail the frontier Pirates in space, they live with no fear Their houses are many, spread far and wide But when heroes take chase, they run off and hide Ghosts are our friends, so do not be scared Joined with their guardians, they make quite a pair Together these champions, so bold and so strong Brave every danger, and right every wrong. If you fly to the moon, look out for the hive, dusty old aliens just barely alive. Deep underground, they moan and they mope, living in fear of our light and our hope. Imaginations run wild, it's just what they do. If anything's possible, then anything's true. So gaze at the stars in the inky black night, and think of the traveler sharing its light. On a hero's journey into the unknown, with friends at your side, you're never alone. Through jungles and gardens and deserts you roam, wherever you go, you always come home. Crack goes the thunder when Venus storms, Over ancient ruins and robot swarms. But if your mommy and daddy you miss, run into their arms for a goodnight kiss. All good guardians carry the light into dark places far out of sight. You carry it too, it's what you're made of, but mommy and Daddy just call it love. So many mysteries for you to explore, just open your mind and you'll always find more, from Mercury to Mars and up to the moon, from the streets outside to the books in your room. When the night falls, turn your eyes to the sky, where noble guardians and great ships fly. Think of what they must see as they ride, What do they say as the world races by? The oracle knows none are more wise. He's witnessed the future with his own very eyes. He's forgotten more than some people know and traveled much farther than most ever go. When out among the planets you play, far from mommy and daddy all day, remember all guardians started like you, a kid with a dream pretending it's true. And it goes on. That was awesome. Yeah? It was great. I like it. So um, it's a, a beautiful book. It's a nice hardbound book. Everyone should buy this book. Yeah, it's only $10 on Amazon. Oh, my gosh.
0: I need to go grab um, it now.
1: I know. Like, look at this artwork.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. So they,
1: they list in the back, they list, like, all the different artists who did each page. Oh, that's amazing. They're all, like, bungee artists and stuff like that. So That's like, really cool, dude. So, like, every single one of them, like, did a different thing. So, like, everyone has a different style. You know, some of these are really... Uh, cartoony with big bold lines like that. Some of them are like little watercolor kind of looking things like that. That's cool, man. Um, the I like how they so most of the bad guy ones they, um, like when you talk about the Vex or the Cabal, they are this kind of um abstract kind of like that's really feel cool. to it, so it's not like super menacing, you know, like the, right, uh, right, right. They could look pretty horrifying if they yeah, really yeah. tried, but. They didn't, and then, like, that's you know, really they have, cool. I love the ones where they're, like, they're talking about, you know, the, the kid with their parents, so there's the kid going off to sleep.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome.
1: Know, and then holding their hand and stuff dude, like, like that. like, even
0: if you're not into Destiny at all, like, this book is really cool for that. Like, I mean, because it's just, it like, if you like space or if you like, uh, like, it, you know, aliens or, like, that type of thing, like, I mean, oh, my gosh, it's just, it's a really cool <laughs> yeah, little dude. thing. Because, like, I mean, again... You know, Destiny it borrows from a lot of a lot of the best. Um, yeah, there's that cartoony style there. Yeah, with yeah. The, uh, with, with that guy, man, Fallen. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, it, it Destiny borrows from like the best space odysseys out there and like sci-fi things yeah. where it's a little bit of like you know Battlestar Galactica. There's a little bit of Star Wars. So like, it, and there's a little bit of uh like you know 2001 that sort of thing. So there's like there's these elements of it. Yeah. Um, Star Trek. There's a lot of these elements of it that like if you like any of those things you would you would probably really enjoy this book specifically. It, if too. I was going to
1: criticize anything, like about halfway through, it feels like it's like on this good arc, and then it kind of jumps right back into like what well, we're talking about things again, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so like that's kind of where I'm like, okay, well, uh, you know, that's a little, that's a little kind of an odd jump, but it's it's worth it for a book like that, and I feel like it ends in a good, cool spot. And
0: it does. Well, so. and like like you said, like it's a uh, it's a really cool cool thing to. I mean it's a really good quality product and yeah. I think like the the pictures kids will love these pictures, oh yeah, and they'll be able to use their imaginations to uh to to take these pictures wherever they they want to go. The other cool thing about destiny specifically as a game is it's 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 a uh, it's not rated. It's not an, a mature game. Like it's not M for mature or anything. It's it's uh, it's just a teen rated game, right? Um, and there are some intense moments and in that sort of thing. But right. uh, but potentially, like I, we know, we know people who like I don't have their kids play it. Not the really really young kids that you'd be reading this book to necessarily. Right, right. But it's like you can, you know, this is a good entry point. And then whenever they get older, it's like they get to find out exactly, you know, what what was this based on, you know, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and that's the cool. You know, I'm sure, like you know, even. If you had to have a kid you know, they know you, you like to play games and probably, you know, they've heard you say destiny once in a while or something like that. And this kind of gives them like a little piece of that, which is really cool. Something Super. for you to share like your love of video games with your small child.
0: Yeah. And plus, I love I love books like this. Books yeah. Like
1: this are amazing. You know? Yeah. What do you what do You want to rate it? What's
0: the rubric for rating children's books, Chris?
1: <laughs> i just on target scale, John. Just, of course. I, I don't, don't know what the rubric <laughs> is for this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Um, you know, Good Night Moon would be a ten out of ten, in hmm, my opinion.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like the the Giving Tree would also be a ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. So let's let's rate this. I'm going to rate it a solid like. Let's do a solid eight. You know. Sure,
1: that's exactly what I was going to go for. I was for. thinking, I was yeah, thinking like an eight. An eight.
0: Yeah, 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 And it's like I think anything above uh anything above a uh, what a a, a seven. Would I, might, be a pie. I might I might
1: bump up to seven point five just because of the build quality. Oh, like seven point five. Oh, no, no, sorry, eight point five. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's a nice hardback book. The art's beautiful. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm into like where where like the buy level is like where it's like oh this is a good mm-hmm. book but I'm not gonna buy it I feel like would be um, somewhere down like five to six point five you know the, like that kind of range yeah yeah and uh, anything below five is gonna be like what degree of, of dislike do I have for That's this terrible is this um and then uh then I feel like yeah you know anything above like a, a six point five or so like you know it's like I'm going to buy this
1: interesting. There it is. You've got a very uh, detailed. Uh, yeah, I mean, bit. I came
0: up with it, Chris. I asked what the rubric <laughs> is. Like, I have, we've rated so many movies, I know what my thoughts are on, on movie ratings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but but children's books, I, yeah. I had to come up with it. I'm, on gonna, the say spot. Nice.
1: I'm say gonna say eight
0: point five.
1: Nice. I'm gonna say eight. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at StayAndTargetPodcast on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and at Stay in Target pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. Tell your friends to listen to us if you enjoy us. What are we talking about next week? We, we, oh, maybe just war. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully, hopefully we can make it through it.
0: If we can make it through that nine hour campaign, I'm man. telling you,
1: you just need to come over this weekend. I mean, it's it's possible. And we'll make it happen. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, even even well, Saturday night will be late. Sunday afternoon <laughs> man that's such a small small like window of time. It I'll be is. playing it tomorrow there's tomorrow night as well I don't know I'm man. Up for that maybe maybe okay. all right that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on stay, stay on target. target.